0: Is Creative Clarksville, a podcast that gives a spotlight to individuals that are shaping the creative landscape of Clarksville, Tennessee. We are your hosts, Michelle Phelps and Tiffany Hilliker. Our
1: goal is to connect with other creative minds right here in our own city and to build a thriving community of support for these individuals who often go unnoticed. Every episode, we will dive into someone's creative process, what leads them to their chosen craft and passion, what challenges they face. And what their creations are providing for the community.
0: So get ready to learn about the creative minds that are making our city such an amazing place to live. Hey Michelle. Hey Tiffany. It is our very first podcast. So tell me, who are we interviewing? Well, do you like clothes? I do like clothes. Do you like to dance? I love to dance.
1: Well, today we have Denise Galvin, the founder of My
0: Sister's Closet and teacher of belly dance. Belly dance. Sounds so exotic. It is. I cannot wait to hear what she had to say. Let's listen. So,
1: I'm curious to know what created the inspiration to create the Clothing Closet.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's actually been, um, it's been many things. It's had many faces. It's had about a 10 year evolution. Um, so when I worked in an office with a lot of coworkers, a lot of ladies, um, we would always have conversations about how much weight we lose and gain throughout the year and that we, you know, just didn't have the money to accommodate the voluptuousness and the more voluptuousness. (laughs) Um, so I suggested a clothing swap. And um, it went off very wonderfully, except that I was left, when everyone got what they needed, I was left with about eight trash bags full of clothing. Wow. So we'd have clothing swaps about four times a year. And once again, I was always, you know, left with these bags of clothing. Didn't really know what to do with them, so I donated them to numerous nonprofits. Um, And then I was like, well, why don't I just, you know, put it out to the universe that I want a stationary place. So for a couple of the clothing swaps, I had it at my house and it was just complete and utter pandemonium. If you can picture, so my house is about 1100 square feet. If you can picture about 15 women in this space that we're sitting in with tables set up and clothing and clothing racks everywhere and just, just shirts flying and pants flying. And I was like, yeah, we're, we're going to need a for real space. So then again, I put it out to the universe that I would like to actually open up a clothing closet Um, to help folks I wanted to match abundance all this abundance that I see all these you know this this these products that we have from all this fast fashion that's going on I wanted to match it up with the need that I saw in the community and not just the need from any specific population um, I wanted to offer the services to anyone and everyone that needed them regardless of income or resources or circumstances so um, when I was working um, at a local nonprofit dance studio here in Clarksville, it's, uh, it's Infinity Dance Fitness Academy, um, I was on the board and they had a room that I thought would be appropriate for the closet and I pitched the idea to them and they liked my vision and they let me set up shop there. Well, within a week, I'd outgrown the space. <laughs> so, you talk about abundance. yes, yes, absolutely. I couldn't even process all the donations coming in. It was, you know, hours of going through stuff. Um, so then, once again, I knew I was going to have to put it out to the universe. Um, and through a series of synchronicities and connections, I found um, Clarksville Community Church. And they had st- they were trying to start a clothing closet before I got there, and they just couldn't find anyone to run it. They had the space, they had the clothing racks, they had the hangers, they had everything. They just needed someone to put in the sweat equity to get it done. So Works yeah. out perfectly. It did.
0: Yeah. It was fate. And that is still where you are located. Yes. So, and what are the hours for this? When could somebody stop by if they wanted to come to the clothing? My sister's closet.
2: Yes, my sister's closet. Yes, absolutely. So right now, and of course, I'm the, I'm usually the only person that is there. I do get a, occasional volunteers, and I'm so very grateful for them because they help me get stuff done. Um, but right now, my schedule allows Wednesdays from 5 to 7.30 p.m. Wonderful. So, mm-hmm. That is
0: a wonderful idea for the community. And I love that it's just for anybody that has a need. You don't have a specific type of person. It's anybody that has that need. Are you still taking donations as well? Is that an ongoing thing? Or are you just abundance to the max right now? See all these?
2: You guys in uh, podcast land can't see this, but I have suitcases lined up along my wall that are waiting to go to the clothing closet. I just have so much abundance. So right now I'm not taking outside donations Um, I work with a couple of the other nonprofits here in Clarksville, um, and they give me what they call their fancy clothes um, that they can't necessarily give to the populations that they serve. So that works out really well because um, I decided when I opened up that I wanted to focus on employment attire, um, interview attire, because I know that sometimes one outfit can make or break your future. Mm -hmm. You know, like, for example, you've got... Like direct care workers or child care workers, and you know, their entire wardrobe consists of scrubs. And they get an interview, and they're like, Well, all I have is scrubs, I'm supposed to wear fancy clothes to the interview, so they can come and pick out a couple outfits and wear it to the interview. So, that is such a great idea and a
0: blessing to our community, I am sure. You know, I really like how you said synchronicity
1: and connections, and I I've had the privilege to know you for 20 years and um you have always seemed to create connections with other people to if if it's from from the clothing closet to belly dancing to art classes to this person can do this and you 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 align them together and then they help each other and it just creates more and more community I I have watched your progression in creating community from your your own house to outside your house. Um, I also know that you are currently teaching belly dancing classes at the library.
2: Mm-hmm. So can you tell us more about that now? Yes. Um, is there anything specific you want to know or you want me to just give you a soliloquy?
1: Well I'd like to know how did you get started in belly dancing? It's not like you know we wake up one day and say well I'm gonna be a belly dancer. <laughs> And so, did you go to college for it? You know, but no I'm, you know, I'm no, I'm not being serious, but I am being serious on some level. What was your education? What was your thoughts? What was your inspiration? Why?
2: Well, um, it's, believe it or not, I found belly dance through church, which is the most unlikely of stories. <laughs> so That is not where I thought this was going.
0: Right! <laughs>
2: <laughs> no one ever connects the two, belly dance and church. So, many years ago, on Madison Street, there was this little metaphysical store called Celestial Essence. And I walked in there one day on my lunch break, and at the on the counter by the cash register, there was this little tiny sign that said, Belly Dance Lessons. And I was like, oh, what? I'd never seen a belly dancer in real life. I'd only had, like, you know, these, these these pictures of them in my head of what they would look like. And so, I took my first belly dance class and it was a small small room and there was about 20 women in there they call when a when a person starts first learning belly dance they call us baby belly dancers which i just love that term <laughs> there was like 20 20 baby belly dancers in the room just trying to wiggle and shake you know and just try to look like real belly dancers and i knew right then and there that was that was it that was how it was going to end so love yeah. at first sight love yes. yes. at first shimmy love at first shimmy <laughs> So, um, I only took a couple classes there, and then the lady who was teaching it moved, so another lady took over, and she was actually doing classes at the UU Church here in Clarksville. And so, that's where I actually started taking my real classes. So Very cool. Now, how so, long ago was this? This was 11 years ago. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow.
0: How long before you were inspired to start teaching others how to do it?
2: Well, that's another awesome story. I had not really given, you know, a thought to teaching. I was still in the sponge stage myself. Um, but several of my friends came up to me and they were like, can you show us a couple moves? I was like, yeah, sure. So, And before I knew it, I had ladies at my house every week clamoring, wanting to learn anything that I could possibly teach them. So they actually led me to form classes. And I know it's backwards from the way it's supposed to be, but I never do anything in <laughs> linear direction in my life anyways. So um, so that was 2013. That was almost six years ago. Um, and I've had so many wonderful students pass through my doors. Um, the majority of my students I've taught in my home. Um, before I knew that I was going to start sharing this art form. I came home one day and I just had the bizarre urge to rip up the carpet off of the floor. And I did. And I didn't I didn't question myself. My intuition was telling me to do it. I have flung open all the windows and I ripped the carpet up And I threw it out the windows and the kids came home and they thought I had lost my ever loving mind. (laughs) They're like, Why is the carpet in the yard? I'm like, I don't know. I just had to do it, you know, and within a couple months I had students coming to my house. Were you lucky enough that there was actually wood under the carpet? Or did you have to go and put floors? No, I was so this is the neighborhood that I grew up in, and I was fair and my grandfather built a lot of these houses in this neighborhood, so I was Fairly certain there was hardwood underneath. that <laughs> Most was of these houses, <laughs> yeah, have hardwood. So, yeah. What does belly dance
0: give you? Because I know if you fell in love with it so immediately, it couldn't have just been because you just love to dance. It had to have provided something on a much deeper level.
2: It really did. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about what that is for you? Yes. So, um, when I guess I was seeking something, when I found it but I didn't know what exactly I was seeking because a lot of times, once again, I don't work in a linear direction. You know, I never really know what I want until I have found it. You know, in in elementary school, they ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? I never knew, and I still don't know. So I always work things backwards. (laughs) Um, So when I I first found Belly Dance, I was in a very dark part of my life. Um, I was healing from a terrible terrible um, ten year relationship um, with the man that I was married to and was just getting into another terrible terrible five year relationship with the man who was going to be my second husband but I didn't really know it at the time (laughs) so I was in a very dark space and this was before I knew about um, movement therapy about sound therapy about how moving your body releases trauma that we hold in there Mm -hmm. and through and I know I had as a child I had always liked to move I'd always liked to dance around um I, sitting still never worked for me but I just didn't know that that was how I talked to source and I have finally realized that movement is how I talk to source so it's how we communicate mm-hmm. I can't sit still and meditate not for I w- I'll go crazy yeah
0: I can relate so. 100% I've learned to meditate believe it or not it's like the weirdest thing. I had a 20-minute wow. meditation the other day that felt like five. And when the person told me how long it was, I was like, who am I? Because wow. I've always been the same. And for me, movement has always... I just said it was like tribal, for lack of a better word. It was like in me. It it's primordial. Just, yes, primordial. Yes, primordial is a great word for that. It's just a part of who I am. I, I can't even sit still without my leg moving. It's how I've processed the world. You know how you learn about the world? I learn by moving. I process my emotions by moving so I can feel that when you're saying it, it totally resonates with me. And I agree with you that for people like us, movement, and I don't know, I would have to ask other people who maybe movement isn't the way they see the world or, you know, process the world, but it helps release trauma. When I started moving my body for the first time, basically since I was born, besides just dancing, because I've never been able to stop dancing, but, like, learning how to move my body through hoop mm-hmm. dance, mm-hmm. I started releasing things that had been in there for years, and getting in touch with parts of myself that I had never been in touch with, mm-hmm. or parts that I knew I once had but had lost, and there's something so magical about just getting up and moving your body. Mm-hmm. You can learn a lot about yourself that way. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Do you feel like the women who were clamoring to learn this, did they get a sense of that? Did they see a
2: change? Or were they really just at first like, I just want to move. I just want to have fun. I think, I think that's, that is usually how it happens is that, um, before we jump in hook, line and sinker, we're attracted to, you know, the, the beautiful costumes and just the way just the way belly dancers move their bodies, of course. But then once, you know, the ones of us who are it's it's life, we get we we drink the Kool-Aid, honestly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: So I have to tell you, I went to a belly dancing class and was it your class, Denise? At Infinity. Yes. Yes, that okay. was mine. Uh-huh. Because that part of my life was just a little crazy. <laughs> so, you know, some <laughs> memories may have been lost, but I'll never forget the class itself. Because I've always loved to dance. I thought, I can move. And I thought this belly dancing thing, as a hula hooper, like, I'm assuming it uses a lot of core muscles, right? The way you move. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I should be okay with this. I was blown (laughs) away. I was like, oh, wait, my body doesn't move like that. I mean, you're a wonderful teacher, and, you know, you would... There's so many little nuances. Mm -hmm. I just never realized how in-depth it was. Because, to me, as somebody who knew nothing about belly dancing, it just looks like this beautiful woman is just, like, confidently shaking her goods. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then when you actually sit down to try to learn it, I mean, it is a practice.
2: Yeah. There are women out there that have been belly dancing for longer than I've been alive. And, I mean... The body of knowledge is such that if I study it 24/7 for the rest of my life, I'll never, I'll never even learn a drop in the bucket. It's just, it's amazing. It just goes on and on. Wow. It, the body of knowledge is broad and deep. So that's, that's incredible. Yeah. And uh, I would be in remiss if I didn't, you know, um, send a shout out to all of the amazing teachers that I've had um, in belly dance. It's kind of like a, um, I don't want to say a matriarchy. But we always, um, we give homage to the women who have come before us. It has been a long, strong line um, of beautiful, beautiful belly dancers. You know, a, a lot of them from the Middle East, but of course there are other styles of belly dance. I can't name them all, um, but they're also wonderful and they've all made their contributions. And then I've, I have had the honor of studying under so many awesome, awesome people here in the States. So... Have you ever encountered somebody uh,
0: that was, seemed maybe interested in it, but really was having a hard time getting the confidence to start? Is there anything that holds women back from
2: trying belly dance? Yes. um, I've talked to so many, well, not necessarily women. My classes are open. I've actually had one male student, so he was amazing. Um, People tell me, I can't do that. My body doesn't move like that. I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. I'm too tall. I'm too white. I'm too black. I'm too. I'm. You're not too anything. Um, and all I can do, I, you know, I, I can Of course, I can't force someone to dance. I can plant seeds and water those seeds, mm-hmm. you know, and show them videos and invite them to performances and festivals and let them know that belly dance is is literally for every body. And to belly dance. You don't it's not a requirement to show your belly, it's not a requirement to show any part of your body. So belly dance is not necessarily defined by the costumes, it's more defined by the type of movement that you do. Of course, the costume should match the style of belly dance that you're doing, but if a dancer does not want to show any particular part of their body, there's there's not a prerequisite for that.
0: Mm.
2: So and I've seen some dancers, they'll start out being completely covered and then get the confidence to you know wear the more the costumes that show a little bit more and then also in um traditional egyptian belly dance um we are supposed to wear a body stocking to cover our our navel and our torso so and that helps a lot even though it's see-through we're still supposed to wear it
0: right (laughs) Mm -hmm. i imagine it could really help with your Mm self-image your confidence in that area i remember thinking when i first went that i didn't want to jiggle do you know what I mean? Because I don't like the feeling of when my body jiggles. I'm self-conscious you know, self about that. But then in class, I was like, that actually kind of feels good. Like, you know what I mean? I don't yes. know. There was something about that. And I was like, okay, it's
2: jiggling. But for some reason now, it feels awesome. Yes. You absolutely. don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know that's part of the dance. Um, and not only, I, in my personal opinion, I think that... Um, you know, women who are expressing the dance moves, they look beautiful no matter what their body shape is. Absolutely. Um, I have found that there are particular moves in belly dance that are very therapeutic. I feel like, um, a lot of times the shimmies will help with our lymphatic system. You know, they'll help Mm. stretch us out and, um, stretch out maybe the, you know, you might, if you're doing a really, um, a movement that has a big range of motion, you might, have a good benefit of stretch, having a um, what is it, a myofascial release? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's there's cardio involved with all the shimming. I mean, it's it would take me an hour to talk about all the health benefits of belly dance. You know, physical and beyond the physical. So it's an all around benefit. It is, yeah, yeah, and it's low impact. Amazing. I would like to cycle back to
0: my sister's closet. Yes, because I would really love. To know if you've just had any really interesting or beautiful stories that have come out of meeting people through the closet.
2: Yes, Um, a lot of my clients there have uh, really touched my heart. I can remember almost every single one of them, believe it or not, um, because I see myself in a lot of them. Um, There was a time uh, when the children were a lot younger, and I was a lot younger. That I didn't have money to buy clothes, and I had, um, I was working at the same job I am now, and I needed, you know, work attire, and I just had like three outfits that I had to come home and wash every day, just because I didn't have the money. Um, so that is something I I see my struggles, my past struggles in their present struggles, um, and I identify with them. Um, so. There was this one lady who came in one time, um, and she was very shy and soft-spoken. Um, she was a more voluptuous lady, and she was kind of standing around. I wasn't really sure what you know what she was doing because she wasn't looking at anything, and I was like, hey, can I help you? She's like, yeah, I'm kind of waiting for the other people to leave because I wanted to talk to you um, and get your wardrobe advice. I was like, okay. So I took her outside, and she's like, Um, So I'm having marital difficulties and I'm trying to change to save my marriage. I was like, well, what, what are you changing from and changing to? And she said, well, my husband can't stand the way I dress. He said that I dress, you know, like a a Puritan and he wants to see more skin. And she's like, I'm terrified. She's like, I don't feel comfortable in my body and I don't want people looking at me. And I was like, okay, well, let's see if we can find, you know, a good compromise. And I told her that I admired her for wanting to save her marriage. Not everybody would go to that length. They'd be like, I'm going to wear what I want to wear and forget you, you know. Mm -hmm. So we managed to find a couple of outfits for her. It was a couple of dresses, a couple of skirts that were um, almost out of her comfort zone, but not quite. So, and, you know, showed her ankle and maybe part of her calf and a couple of shirts that were short sleeve. And she was like, well, you know, I really appreciate you doing this for me. You know, I feel like I can wear these out in public and I won't feel really self-conscious. And I feel like my husband will appreciate me, you know, trying to change for him. And so, um, she really struck a chord in me because, you know, not so many people would go to those links to change to come out of their comfort zone to save a relationship mm-hmm. so.
0: and the vulnerability it takes to even share that with a stranger yes yes. so already she was showing so much courage yeah she was a very courageous lady that's amazing what a beautiful story yeah. are there any other things about belly dance or about your work that you do through my sister's closet that you would
2: be remiss if you didn't share with us you know, I love to connect with other humans. I love to share with them. Um, I love to dress them. I love to give them wardrobe advice. Um, we've done, we, when I say we, that means me. I've done fashion shows. Um, I've done pop-up boutiques. I've done mobile clothing closets um, to help these folks get the clothes that they need. And also, to save these textiles... the landfill um sometimes when people come into the clothing closet they feel guilty they're like well i feel like i'm i'm taking too much and i'm like well you know first of all this is a guilt free zone this is a shame free zone we don't do that here and second of all maybe um here's food for thought you are saving these clothes from the landfill and then they're like it totally flips their thinking Mm -hmm. they're like I am. I, okay, and then they'll, you know, get a big trash bag and put a bunch of clothes in there. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's so much abundance here mm-hmm. in the Western world. You know, everybody I mean, there's just there's we have too much and I'm just trying to share, you know, mm-hmm. share the the extra that we have with the people who need extra. So Absolutely.
0: Michelle and I can attest to the fact that you're a wonderful connector. Because we met in this very room Mm -hmm. for the first time because Denise hosted a painting party, Mm -hmm. which Michelle was the teacher of. Right. And I almost didn't show up that day because I don't love showing up to a room where I know I'm going to know no one. Like, Denise was the only person I had met before, and I had met her, like, once or twice, Mm -hmm. right? So even Denise was somebody I barely knew, and I knew I was going to be showing up to a room of total strangers... And I had a particularly bad day, but I'm so glad I did because I showed up and I met Michelle. It's also funny because looking back now, I actually know most of the people in that room personally now, Mm -hmm. and I had no idea. Mm -hmm. But it's all just because you gave Michelle a space to host this class, and you just reached out and invited me. I don't know why you invited me, but thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Denise...
1: Um, actually was giving me a space to heal from I was healing from cancer and um she she basically said Hey why don't you do this and she gave me she gave me the courage because i didn't have a lot of courage at that moment and um also gave me the space to be uh vulnerable and to and created a safe space of people to allow me to teach that art um and I'm very grateful. Thank you. And not only that, Denise, in the 20 years I'm, I've seen her connect people and continuously over and over again trust her instincts and just do what she is guided to do. She, and sometimes I'm not even sure she's thinking that she's doing it. She's just doing it. It's like connected to a higher source, and she is guided. And um, I'm just grateful to be here on this side of the fence to say, wow, you are you are noticed, and thank you. And Tiffany, holy miracle! I never thought I'd be like communicating in front of a mic because I know. you know I well my one, voice was always I you know I was afraid to be heard because mm-hmm. you know.
0: So because we met at the painting party, I was recovering from a car accident, and also at the time recovering from a much deeper trauma <laughs> that got stirred up. <laughs> um, so we traded. I gave her voice lessons, she gave me massage, and she was helping me heal my physical and emotional trauma. At the same time, I was helping her learn to use her voice. And that is actually how this podcast came to be, because it was an exercise in using our voice for positive things. So one can say, Denise, that you are the creator of the Creative Clarksville <laughs> Podcast. Yes. Wow.
2: Isn't that I bet <laughs> okay, you never knew. Continuously accept that honor yeah, thank you <laughs> thank you
0: and thank you for taking the time to talk to us today it's yeah. just it's so beautiful to see everything that you're contributing to our community
2: here and all the people that come in contact with you thank you i'm blessed to come in contact with them clark has some amazing creatives and i can't wait to hear yes. y'all's podcast yeah. thank yeah. you a lot of them work in the background too mm-hmm. yes but absolutely they're here yes It's so great to Even though the work... Unseen work is still work. It is. Absolutely. And I'm just happy we have a place to bring it to life.
1: Now, I want to plug out that you might need some volunteers to help you, especially since you've got a new job, I've heard, and that you might, you know, can benefit from volunteers to help with the clothing closet or the belly dancing classes or anything else. And how would they contact you on Facebook?
2: Oh, Absolutely. So my main Facebook page you can find me under Denise Galbin. That's G-A-L-B as in Boy E-N. Um, my clothing closet page is my sister's closet at I D F A. Um, but usually if you type in my sister's closet, it'll pop up. And then my movement page is kinetics instruction k-i-n-e-t-i-c-s and instruction all one word so um yeah i would love all. i love volunteers i love having people there helping me uh it's a big sense of camaraderie uh, so that's great and also i um if you have if any of you young folk out there need hours for tennessee promise i can uh fill out your forms or verify that you volunteered with me Um, If you need hours for community service or anything like that, I'm more than happy to verify. Um, Wow, that's awesome. That's great. Maybe we can help you help more people that way. Absolutely, yeah. All
0: right. Thank you, Denise.
1: Thanks for listening, Clarksville. And remember to like, follow, or subscribe if you want to know what's coming up in the next episode.
0: Our podcast theme music is the masochist remix of Shine Mine by Nasibis. You can find links to both of their music pages on our social media. So until we see you again, keep on creating Clarksville.